The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice. Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of the Voices of Search podcast. And today we've got a special SEO education episode for you, which is going to be guest hosted by our friends Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton, who are the co-founders of Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses scale organic search traffic and educate their organizations. Jordan and Tyson are experts in all things enterprise SEO, and I'm thrilled to invite them to take the mic and share their knowledge with your loyal listeners. This podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked-to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's an SEO education episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton from Previsible. Hey, what's going on? My name's Tyson, and I'm joined today with Jordan Cooney again. We're continuing the conversation on SEO Education Week, and everything this week is all about technical SEO. So today, we're at the point where we can start talking about executing on a technical SEO strategy. So Jordan... What's going on? How's your, how's your Wednesday going? Hi, Sin. It's going great. Earlier this week, I had to record with our buddy Ben. And uh, it's so refreshing to be here with you. I, I just was going to say, that's always trouble. Always trouble when you're all with Ben. <laughs> uh, he's so easy to pick on. <laughs> <laughs> but rightfully so. He, I mean, he, you know, every now and then he, he needs it a little bit. That's right. That's right. I love it. So today, executing on technical SEO, huh? Yeah, executing on SEO or technical SEO. So, I mean, let's start it off. I think whenever we're talking about like the execution and implementation phase, it's always best to kind of like start with the framework of strategy and planning. 
And what advice or what kind of tips would you have for the audience around kind of like setting and establishing that technical SEO plan? Yeah, this is a great question. And I want to start off by just kind of briefly summarizing what we went over yesterday, which are like the skills. And the skills are really where we gain a lot of the core capabilities in processing information, identifying different tactics. But the skills are not really about executing. I mean, on a day-to-day basis, it might be like reviewing a crawl log or taking a a deep dive into like core web vitals, but like it's really not about executing because executing starts from strategy and planning. And for SEO, strategy and planning is all about answering the questions of like what and why. And the what and why is a tricky place for us as SEOs because we oftentimes get really stuck in these difficult places because we try to use the wrong ammunition to answer those questions. I think the most common one that I think I get frustrated with is when SEOs try to answer the why by pointing to some video from a Google representative. You know, that's uh, probably the worst tactic ever when you're an in-house SEO. And when you're an agency SEO, it just doesn't look good. It doesn't look like you've taken a lot of work or effort to really refine why a company should actually do something. So the first piece that we'll talk about in terms of executing on technical SEO is really around how do we become great at planning and strategy and answering the what and why questions. Absolutely. And I think like from my perspective too, if I'm thinking about, especially like kind of staying in the vein of SEO education or kind of like the central theme of these episodes is like the tip or like recommendation that I would give other SEOs in the space is to not be trying to completely reinvent the wheel. And so when it comes to like planning and strategy, like, yeah, you're going to have key elements that you're looking to achieve from a technical perspective, but align that to your company's existing framework. So if your company is using OKRs, put it into an OKR system. The closer that you can align those initiatives or the things that you're looking to execute on to the company or the business's larger goals, that's going to be the easier kind of less resistant that you're going to face in basically trying to get your initiatives picked up. And we all know that you're going to have to have the support of those other stakeholders. So aligning and kind of making, connecting the dots between your strategy and the overarching business strategy is ultimately going to give you that much more ammunition and that much more support to get things off the ground. No question. The concept here, and I hope all of our listeners get this this main takeaway, which is OKRs or setting goals is a component of the planning process. But to get there, to funnel your way up to that, you actually have to like define a whole bunch of different tasks or efforts or investment areas that you want to want to accomplish, right? So oftentimes we'll start with these big ideations, right? Like SEO will start with like, I got all these ideas. I want to write a thousand blog posts. I want to optimize every title on this website, or I want to do title tests to make our titles better. I want to expand to a bazillion internal links, all great ideas. The question is, how do you take all those ideas and connect them to, in your example, Tyson, OKRs, 
company goals, that connection point is really what's planning and strategy is about. Planning are the ideas that connecting it to company goals is the strategy that then you present to your client as an agency SEO or your management team as an in-house SEO. Yeah, 100%. And I think kind of like doubling down on that point, a planning and strategy is not just one Excel file with 120 rows of SEO task. Like that is your starting point of identifying what needs to be done. But when it comes to putting it in a position that can actually be shopped or sold to the organization in a way that actually is constructive enough, you need to make it more digestible. And like you can't, if you throw over just a massive long list of to-dos, there's no strategies or no kind of like central core elements to it. So I think something that, you know, we've always done is, sure, go through the first step, make your identification of all those tasks, have your giant spreadsheet, but then group those and cluster those into the central core themes that then you can make that connection point to the company goals. And that way, it allows you to have more overarching conversations with those stakeholders that don't want to get into the nitty gritty weeds of every individual task and every individual ticket that you're going to be sending and submitting across in the organization. That's absolutely right. And where all this starts to really bleed, you know, success is when you can go from having not just a list of ideas, but then kind of like really organizing them where you have buy-in from all those partners and team members, whether it be bigger organizations, content teams or content agencies and product and engineering in smaller organizations, it might be just the founder of the company, right? And it just really depends on the nature of uh, the size of the organization and the resources that they have available to them. Absolutely. Well, kind of progressing along. So we, we touched on a few kind of core elements or recommendations for SEOs on establishing that strategy and that planning. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. What else would you add to that from like a roadmap perspective? Like taking it from, cool, I have a central strategy for SEO in the organization. 
how do I put that into more step-by-step instructions that I can sell throughout the company? That's a really great question. And one of the components that we are always trying to advocate, right, is how you go about this roadmap process. And the roadmap is something that for larger organizations can become very challenging and can become very dysfunctional because an SEO might set what their expectations are, but a company and the the resources that are functioning in the company might be operating at a different cadence. At its core, a great roadmap is going to do two things. It's going to communicate the body of work that needs to be accomplished and when. And the second thing it'll do is it'll create accountability. It'll display what a team should or shouldn't be accomplishing and when. I know we've got one roadmap right now on one of the projects we're working on. And I'd say that like 90% of the stuff that we set out to do in Q1 has not been done. And it's like incredibly frustrating, right? And it's not like it's it's not like it was a roadmap that was like shopped around within just the SEO team. It was like it's a roadmap that the engineering leads knew about, the management team knew about. So it's just like one of those situations where it's like, well, guys, what, what's going on here? Right. What's happening? Why are we not making any progress? So roadmaps are really an effective tool not to like divvy out the work. It's really to I create transparency about what work we want to do and then create accountability with the partners you have. And look, there are all kinds of tools out there to do this. And so you got like Gantt charts and you got like different like third-party tools like Trello boards and all that kind of stuff. Great. Tons of tools. The tools are not as important as the substance in the way you use it. And the way you use it is to create this kind of transparency and accountability. Yeah. And I think another piece of this too is if you're looking at your technical like items on your to-do list, you're going to be heavily dependent on those other stakeholders, whether it's product, engineering, et cetera. And so the whole purpose behind having a more cohesive strategy to the business objectives, having that planning document, creating this roadmap is not just in an organizational standpoint, but it's also more in the sense of like, how are you ensuring that things are getting picked up? And if you're organizing that and putting that into a roadmap, you're giving also the opportunity to those for those stakeholder groups to then have proper like resource allocation to it. Like if you're constantly only like just communicating your immediate request or your immediate tasks that you have on hand, you're probably only going to get the scraps of resources that are filling in between other initiatives. If you can give that holistic and like full vision of the body of work that's coming over the course of the next 12 months, you're giving also those stakeholders the opportunity to plan for it and make sure that you have the resources, that you have the bodies that are going to be able to pick it up. So I think like the biggest thing in thinking about how do you execute on a technical SEO roadmap is painting that clear picture of what requests, what resources, what other teams you're going to have to be tapping into. And without a roadmap, you can't really give the opportunity for those teams to plan ahead. How about moving forward? Anything that you'd kind of, I guess, add into the conversation as well from more of kind of like a project management? So we went through, we got buy-in, we have our roadmap, we know what's coming. And maybe it's one of the the epics or core initiatives within the plan is around something like page speed. 
And so how, what tips would you give people from managing a project that's touching on multiple teams and, you know, probably is going to run for multiple sprints? One of the greatest skills that any SEO can acquire is like strong project management and product management skills and understanding the difference between the two. And then more importantly, how your ownership might change depending on the nature of these things. And so, you know, in large organizations, right, like enterprise SEOs, product management skills become incredibly critical where your role is very clear in terms of defining not only the work that needs to be done, but then outlining exactly the tasks that you want engineers to do. Now, the engineers are responsible for defining how that's going to get done and how long it might take. That's their job, right? It's to say, hey, look, this is the best way for us to do this is to use this code base or this database or this service or whatever it might be. And it's going to take us six years. I mean, I'm just kidding, six days. So, you know, the reality is that this process of product and project management and then ownership is really critical because the entire goal or the objective of this work is to highlight progress. It's to like identify that there's bodies of work that can be done. And when those bodies of work are completed and the deadlines are achieved or reached, there's an outcome, there's an impact, right? So a quick example, we just recently did a test with a a big site where we removed millions of pages from Google's index using a meta no index directive. I had my suspicions that it might not work because sometimes Google likes to ignore these meta no index directives. No, never. Uh, Why? (laughs) When was the last time that ever happened? They always listen to the webmaster. (laughs) Anyway, long story short, days after making this code change, we were able to quickly identify that Google was respecting it. And we were able to see in Search Console that there was a decrease in the number of pages in the index where Google was showing that there was a a no index tag on these pages. And that was phenomenal. It was great because you could see the full loop, the whole feedback loop that happens in really effective technical SEO and the execution of that technical SEO. And it was really well-managed project. And I was really proud of like everybody that was working on it. And I think this is, if you take away anything from this executing technical SEO, it's that the number one thing you need to be learning, the number one skill you want to be learning is understanding how you take a particular task or body of work and create a full loop that the individuals that you work with are all aware. They're all informed. They're all provided the right guidance. Then they're all given the outcome and that that loop just keeps circling because that's what creates the momentum you need as an SEO, the credibility you need as an SEO. That's the number one thing that, that, that hurts SEOs in an organization is that when they're trying to execute technical SEO and they fail to complete the loop, they lose a ton of credibility. I think that's a, that's a really good point. And it actually reminds me of a conversation that I was having with a friend of mine just the other week. And he was talking about how he was having challenges working with some of the product owners and some of the engineering team. And one of the things that came up during the conversation was how they were struggling with not getting that feedback loop. And so in the tickets and stuff, he was adding in for like the measure of success being to drive more traffic to the website through organic search. 
And so the product team was executing on tickets that were, you know, they were doing their job. But given the nature of the type of initiatives, it wasn't having an immediate return on organic traffic. So then for them, they're kind of being like, okay, why are we doing this? Why does this even matter? We were supposed to increase traffic from organic. Okay, it didn't happen. But from the bigger picture within the SEO strategy that was being executed, it was a success. It's just you're not going to see the results of it necessarily in the next week following completion. And so I think one of the pieces and kind of back to what you were saying of like closing that feedback loop is also have proper criteria for it. So like if you're working on making a change to the top navigation of a website, well, maybe one of the success criteria for that should be more around number of internal links to a specific page type that you're targeting. And so that way you can run a crawl, you can count the number of links, you can use even something like an SPS score, whatever it is, but you're not just tying it to a lagging KPI. Like you're giving the team an opportunity to validate their work through a leading KPI that then is going to help you achieve that lagging KPI. That is exactly right. The complexities of SEO and executing technical SEO require everyone involved to understand what kind of KPIs you're using, which is why this kind of comes back full circle to the planning and strategy because if you're in your planning process and your strategy process, you're not asking yourself as the lead of SEO, what are the goals? What are the KPIs assigned to these ideas, assigned to these tasks, assigned to these objectives? You're going to miss the mark when you're trying to connect the full loop of work, right? Because if you don't have the right KPIs, and this happens a lot, it happens all the time to me even, I assign the wrong KPI, the wrong metric to measure to a particular task. Right. And that that's hard. That's really hard because we all think about the end result. Oh, the company, you know, the, the CEO comes into the Ben reminded me of this the other day. The CEO never comes into the SEO's office. The SEO goes into the CEO's office, which is correct. So the SEO goes into the CEO's office and the CEO goes, I want more sales. I want more leads. Where are my leads? And bangs his fist on the desk. And then the CEO quits which is typically how that story ends. But the reality is that the SEO needs to be prepared with showing the right KPIs because there are a whole bunch of other activities that are going to take place prior to more leads and more sales. Absolutely. Don't limit yourself to just one card in your hand. Have, Have a full hand and then that way you keep your options open. All right. Well, Jordan, thanks for the the conversation as always. We will be back again tomorrow, continuing this topic around technical SEO. And tomorrow we'll be diving into organizational knowledge and the process for technical SEO. So thanks for joining us and look forward to talking to you guys tomorrow. Okay. Thanks to Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton, our SEO education guest hosts. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan and Tyson, you can find a link to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Jordan's handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. And Tyson's handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or if your team is interested in SEO consulting or organizational education, you can always head to their company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E. V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O.
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Music.